everyone. Uh, good morning. Um, I'm sure some of you saw on this one of the slides earlier, but there was a slide that said um, listening and healing on uh, March 1st. Um, and so Linda and I kind of wanted to come up to give uh, a little more detail around uh, what's going on with that. Uh, what What is that about? Um, so who is this for and why is it important that we're doing this? So this is for the uh, listening and healing. Um, so last year, when Andrew announced that he and his family were leaving the church in two years, and then the Trungs departed from CLC, uh, it was not only difficult for our congregation, um, but these transitions have revealed a need and desire for more open and healthier communication within our church. Um, so this is not just between church leadership and the congregation, but between you know, congregation members as well. Um, and we, we know this based on conversations throughout the year that we've had and even recently. Um, we know that there is still some unresolved tension in the church about events that happened in the past year. Um, and some people don't feel like their voices have been heard. Um, and so part of the reason why I think people are feeling this is because there has kind of not been a, uh, an intentional space for people to process and share safely in community. Um, and then oftentimes when we keep our emotions and feelings to ourselves, it can feel very like lonely and isolating, like, hey, is anyone else feeling the things that I'm feeling? And so our desire is to be a church where we can support one another in processing different uh, difficult things openly. So even if you were not as affected by the events uh, last year or are ready for the church to move on and pursue new leadership, we hope that there is still understanding uh, that this is you know, very important uh, before we can healthily move the church forward in this time of transition. Um, it may be difficult uh, and it may be messy, but we're doing this out of uh, love for the church, uh, love for each other, and desire for um, you know, just deeper relationships um, between each other. Um, so that's kind of the background of you know, who this is for and why is it important. Um, and we also wanted to cover you know, what is this actually going to look like. Um, so details around that. So uh, above all, your stories and your voice matters um, in this congregation. So uh, as kind of lay leaders in the church, we're actually making this an open invitation to everyone. Um, so both congregation and church leadership. And the way that we're going to go about this is we don't actually know who's going to share. So we actually want to have a first step where people share written stories, opinions, and thoughts. Um, and so written stories give people time to put down their thoughts and also read others without time constraints of like a, a meeting or a gathering. So even though this is an open invitation, we're looking for like two specific areas of sharing. So number one is uh, we're looking for people's personal thoughts and feelings on the events with the trunks from last year. Um, we also want to like go out of our way to acknowledge that there are uh, multiple parties that may be hurting um, from that, and it's not really just like a one-sided affair. Um, and so some kind of guiding questions are, um, you know, what were you thinking at that time, and were you personally hurt or affected by what was happening? Um, and then number two, how do you feel about it? now. Um, it's been some time. Uh, you know, feelings are dynamic and they can change. And then the last one is what has been the hardest thing for you. And then the second bucket is uh, kind of a, a general reflection on church health. 
um, but specifically around topics of like communication, decision making, and transparency. So some guiding questions for that is, um, do you feel like you're able to share your thoughts openly and just be heard? Um, do you feel heard on Sunday? Do you feel heard in a home group setting? And why aren't, why not? Um, and then what is the best way for you to engage in uh, dialogue, especially around like really hard and sensitive topics? For example, uh, what's the best way for you to share about what happened with the trunks? And so as part of that, um, Linda and I actually wanted to kind of give an example of where um, we kind of wanted to put ourselves out there and share like how we felt. Um, and so this is kind of scary, but we ask that it's received with grace. Um, and so maybe I can go first and then, yeah. Um, so I'm, a, I'm actually going to answer like what was, what was I thinking uh, at the time uh, the trunks left last year and everything else I'm not going to answer. Um, and so for me, when we announced the trunks were leaving, uh, I wept in the pews. Uh, I felt frustrated because in my gut, uh, on is someone who I would vouch for and follow um, if he was a lead pastor. Um, for me, the ways he did ministry was pretty different, but it was a direction that I wanted to grow in. Um, because I felt very much aligned with On, I questioned whether or not I was known and understood at church. And so in the past year, I felt discouraged and less motivated in church and ministry. And so that's my answer, and I'm going to ask Linda to share On. Uh, the second bucket of sharing. Okay. I'm also going to just focus on one concept on communications. I used to think if you have nothing good to say, don't say anything. But artificial harmony is not healthy and ultimately doesn't work, especially when we deal with challenges. Pastor An's departure did not impact me directly, but the event and aftermath helped reveal that communication is an area that CLC could improve. When there are unresolved issues, my gut feels it. The more polished and more professional things are on the surface, then the more strongly I feel that there is a gap between us. We need to get real with each other. Otherwise, it feels like we're just pretending that things are okay. So when we go through Thanksgiving events or Christmas events, it's as if we're going back to regularly scheduled programming. And then there's a, a really big disconnect for me. For CLC, my hope and prayer is that we start from a place of trust, based on love and rooted in our common faith. Then we'll be willing to disagree on important issues and wrestle with decisions that must be made. Some of this is best done on a one-on-one -on -one basis for confidentiality and respect and other reasons, but some of this needs to happen in larger groups out in the open. I am and continue to be very hopeful and excited about what God, has, what, what God will do here. I believe the Holy Spirit is at work here in CLC. I trust that none of this is a coincidence, and I'm very hopeful that we'll emerge stronger and renewed as a church. Thanks, Linda. Um, so how do you share? Uh, so we've created an email address. It's called uh, clclistens at gmail.com. And uh, just for a little extra detail, like uh, I think Linda and I will be managing the account. Um, so if you do feel like you have something to share or get off your chest, um, clclistens at gmail.com. Um, and then who is going to read the stories? Um, so since 
we are trying to encourage more open and authentic communication at the church. Uh, we think that everyone who shares their story should also get to see what everyone else has shared. And so, uh, of course, there's going to be some ground rules that we want to set. So um, we want people to share openly and honestly um, as much as you can. Um, even if it gets messy, our ask is that people share and receive with grace. Um, there's kind of a line between, um, you know, sharing kind of unfiltered, but also, you know, sharing uh, with grace. Um, we want to be this for, we want this to be an opportunity to kind of sit in the mess with each other. Um, and uh, second ground rule is try to speak for yourself and how you feel rather than trying to interpret how others may be feeling. Um, and then I don't think we're going to plan on editing or censoring any of the stories. Um, and so that, that's kind of like along the line of we want to have people share openly. Um, and so what is actually next? So uh, step one is kind of gathering these stories and then... Uh, at the end of this week on Friday, um, Linda and I are probably going to collect all the submitted stories and then send them out to uh, those who have contributed stories as well as um, church leadership. And so on next Sunday, uh, March 1st, after church, um, after people have kind of read the stories, we plan to have a follow-up like in-person gathering um, where we will discuss the stories that have been shared and what we can do to move forward as a church. And so this gathering will be facilitated by lay people and be only for, only for those in the congregation who have shared and have read others. Um, the idea here is to process together, um, draw common themes, and then discern how to move forward together in community. Um, and so the church leadership will actually not be at this gathering, and they'll kind of discuss the story separately. Um, and the reason for that is because we don't know the full range of how people are feeling yet, uh, we feel like it would be best to kind of hold off on doing a large gathering between everyone. Um, and so to kind of close, we, we also just ask for prayer during this time. Um, so prayer for grace in sharing and receiving sharing, uh, prayer for wisdom in discernment of how to kind of move together um, as a community. Um, and so remember, uh, clclistens at gmail.com. And then... Uh, I'll be around after service if you have any questions, because I know it's a lot of detail. Um, I'll also be kind of sending this uh, information out to, like, the home group leaders at church so that there's some follow-up uh, information. All right. Thank you, guys.